Good morning, good morning. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, and thank you for joining me on Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday, we have Faith and Hope Journey, where we share struggles, usually people-oriented, hard circumstances, struggles we're going through, and we look to the Lord for healing, for hope, for rescue, and for deliverance through Jesus. Every Wednesday, we have Sword of the Spirit, where we share the Word of God, the most important book that we could ever read, because it's God-breathed, inspired by the Lord, His personal message to each of us. This is where we learn that Jesus Christ is the gateway to eternity. The Word of God is an effective weapon, defensive weapon against the attacks of the enemy, spiritual battles that we face daily. And 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 says this, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Well, April 9th was Easter. Many Christ believers celebrate Easter as the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for our redemption. The cross represents remembrance of what Jesus Christ did, the Son of God, did for us. He willingly came to earth, a perfect person, and died and suffered and died, paying for our sins. But it didn't end there. He arose on the third day, defeating death. For all who repent, believe, accept Jesus Christ, receive eternal life. Well, wow. In light of that, last week's episode was Grace Through Faith. And I hope you'll go back to it. Today's topic is Come to Jesus. What is coming to Jesus all about? You've heard the phrase, well, this is a come to Jesus moment, coming to Jesus moment. An enlightenment point Yes, we come to Him for many things, for healing, for rescue, for overcoming. But first, we come to Jesus for salvation, to begin our relationship with Him. The scriptures make it clear. We're invited to come to Jesus. And I will be sharing a lot of scripture in this episode today. Here's the most popular scripture where Jesus invites us to come to Him. Matthew 11, verses 27 through 30. Jesus explains it. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Another passage and an invitation to come to Jesus is in Revelation twenty two seventeen. I think it's interesting that the first one I shared was in Matthew, and this is in the last book of the New Testament, Revelation twenty two seventeen. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. You know, the water of life 
is Jesus. The bride is Jesus. Until each of us comes to the Lord with a humble, contrite heart and confess sins, confess Jesus, then we remain on the losing side where there is no lasting peace, contentment, or joy. What happens when we come to Jesus? We're talking about the good news of Jesus or the gospel of Jesus. And the scriptures walk us through it. The Old Testament is all about Jesus coming as our Savior of the world. Over 300 prophecies from many years, centuries before Jesus' coming were all proven to be true. And that in itself is miraculous. For example, look at Isaiah 9, verse 6, about the coming birth of Christ, Emmanuel, the Savior of the world. For to us... A child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In the New Testament, Jesus shares that he is indeed the Messiah. And who did Jesus come for? Luke five thirty two. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. He came for sinners. And that would be you and me. Romans 5, 8. God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Can you imagine being among the crowd that was yelling, crucify him, and Jesus suffering and dying for that very person in hopes that they would come to him? What happens when we do come to Jesus? John fourteen two. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? This is the salvation message of God's amazing love, the ultimate sacrifice, and why. All wrapped up in one scripture, so of course I love that scripture. I'm going to read now John 3.16 and verse 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, and whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. So how many does Jesus want to come to him? All. God wants all of us to be saved. He wants us all to join him in his kingdom. Is Jesus the only way to salvation? John fourteen six. Jesus said to them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And again in Acts 4, verses 11 and 12, This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. All we need do is come to him while the opportunity is there. And wouldn't it be tragic to put it off, put it off till tomorrow, and then find that you don't have tomorrow, your time has run out. We've all sinned, we've all fallen short, but the remedy is very clear. In 1 John 1, verse 9, If we confess our sins to him, to the Lord, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. And so we humble ourselves to come to Jesus, as in James 4, verse 6, 
God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. How do we come to Him? It's this simple. It's not a ritual. Open your heart, your mind, and your mouth. Say it out loud. Your repentance, your belief in Jesus. Accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Do you believe that Jesus came to earth to suffer on the cross and pay for your sins and that he arose on the third day? I encourage you to turn your life over to him. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and your life will never be the same. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit will stay with you through eternity. Well, regardless of where you stand today and your relationship with the Lord, I sincerely urge you to please pray out loud this version of what is often referred to as the sinner's prayer. Pray it now with a humble and contrite heart, confessing and repenting your sins and confessing Jesus out loud. I'll say each, each phrase and then you can repeat it after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you are the only begotten Son of God, the Father. I know that you suffered on the cross for me, for my sins. And I believe you defeated death. You arose from the grave on the third day. But I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins. I walk away from them now. Please help me stand firm because I know I will be tempted. I need you, Jesus. I'm nothing. I'm hopeless without you. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. Thank you, Jesus. You are my Lord and Savior. I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I hope that you said that and that you will study and read about the Word of God and that you will pray diligently and you will grow in your relationship with the Lord. I hope that through these two Sword of the Spirit episodes for April, Grace Through Faith and Come to Jesus, that you know that you're a loved child of God, you are a believer, you are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. That means that you're born again, heaven-bound, and a believer, a follower of Jesus. I encourage you to get into the good, a good faith-based church, as I said, pray and talk to the Lord frequently, daily, through the Holy Spirit, who is with you. Study His Word. Know your purpose and your calling. And walk in it with joy. There's always peace and joy when you are doing, fulfilling the purpose that God gave you. And He is always going to equip you for it. Press on in obedience, in right standing with the Lord. And as you grow more and more like Jesus in your relationship with Him, your joy and inner peace will magnify, even in our temporary dark circumstances. Romans 5 verses 1 and 2 in the Good News translation says this, Now that we have put now that we have been put right with God through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He, Jesus, has brought us by faith into the experience of God's grace in which we now live. And so we boast of the hope 
we have of sharing God's glory. Amen, amen. Come to Jesus and you can look forward to heaven bound, being heaven bound. Well, I want to thank you for joining me today on Turn to God with Karen, and I hope that you'll watch and listen to all of Wednesday's Sword of the Spirit episodes, and also the episodes every Monday at Faith and Hope Journey. You can share your suggestions, your comments at the contact page at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. And there you'll also see my books, my blogs, and resource material. And the resource material pertains to domestic violence. I am a survivor and an advocate. If any of my books or episodes have brought to you hope for healing, encouragement in any way, or you have made a decision for Jesus Christ, let me know it. I need encouragement too. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Blessings to you.